Welcome to the Baron's Hideout Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. And I'm your co-host, Dean, and we'd like to let you know where you can find us. The best way to find our socials is on our link tree at the Baron's Hideout, which has our Twitter, Instagram, and podcast links. And you can find me on Instagram at Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce, on Facebook under Dean Sharp, and also my website, www.deanofthedead.com. Lastly, if you wish to support us further, you can subscribe to our Patreon for $1 a month. Now, to the show. This is a crazy episode because the films that I have picked are pretty much alike in my own world. They they kind of have um, the same kind of vibe going on with the, the way that the film looks and whatnot. And also one of them is a dear friend of mine. It's his film. All right. <laughs> uh, connected with him. Um, year and a half ago and we are still in kind of talks and and a lot of other things that have been going on in in his life and um we'll get to that once we get to that film but um i just want to address that um the last couple weeks have been a little stressful um in my personal life and whatnot so i do apologize for the lack of constant days of things coming out how I you know used to put things out on a Monday and then we'd also have something come out on a Friday schedules have been a little sporadic lately um mainly because I haven't really been reaching out to a whole lot of people for for interviews just because my mind doesn't ha- ha- hasn't really been there um 100% for me to one dive in yeah there's been a few um here and there that are coming out and maybe another one or two in the next couple of weeks but um our like you no know, train of having constant guests on this show um has kind of halted for the for the meantime uh, i'm not going to say that they aren't going to be coming back um and even like movie reviews have been like full on movie reviews have been a bit um a bit hard to do to get me to sit down put my mind somewhere um so i've been you know kind of enjoying doing the screen box essential picks because most of the time if they put a film on the service that i have already seen i don't have to go and watch it again <laughs> um but most of the time i'm i'm going and picking up new films I'm, I'm watching new ones that i haven't seen to see hmm, are these worthy of going on my own screen box essential picks list for everybody to follow um, so fear not, the essential picks will still be coming. Um, full movie reviews might be slightly delayed. Um, I do have a few that I'm going to be putting out at the tail end of this week. One of them has already dropped, and it's a film that is on Screenbox that I did get as a screener. I just didn't get a chance to record it yet, and that is uh, We Might Hurt Each Other, um, which is a good film. We will get into that later for that review. Today, we are going to be talking about these two films that I handpicked um, 
one of them I was really excited about once I saw it drop on the list. I'm like, oh, I got to put that on there. And the, and the other one is one that I've been wanting to put on this list for a while. And I just couldn't find a good movie partner, <laughs> if you will, um, to add to, um, to the list. And it finally happened. Um, so the first one that we're going to talk about is Blood Lake from 1987. And boy, this film... I enjoy it for probably all the wrong reasons <laughs> uh, that a lot of people would probably um, uh, may or may not enjoy it with. Um, it's a shot-to-video film. Um, actually, it's very pretty. It's very pretty. Um, there's not like a lot of screened herring going on. You would see that in some other you know shot-to-video films back then, especially like in the early 90s and whatnot. There'd be a lot of screen screen tearing, really bad acting. Um the the sets would be kind of atrocious. Um and they would just be like, why the hell am I watching this? And um this isn't one of them. This is one that I actually really did enjoy because of the camaraderie that's going on in this. The amount of the cast that is there. Um and it's very like <laughs> Ah oh, man, what's the what's the the best way to put it? It's very um man-brained, I will say. Very man-brained in this film. Uh, <laughs> there it's you know, uh, I'll actually this I'll read the synopsis just so you guys can see like what I'm talking about. So on IMDb, it is six teenagers are partying one weekend. One couple disappears only to be found brutally murdered. A bloodthirsty killer is stalking them. One by one bodies begin to show up. As they become prey, the vengeance-seeking maniac. Okay, so right off the bat, I got to say that IMDb is giving it a really good job of hyping up this film and making you want to go and see a bunch of teenagers get slaughtered. Um, as it's not really my plan, I'm going to do these episodes and when I highlight these films to go and essentially talk about the plot lot or to do spoilers or anything i just want to give a warning that the synopsis seems like it's it's going to be bloody slasher because it's a slasher essentially at, at the heart of it it is a slasher but um just be warned that it's not exactly as it's saying um it takes a while for things to kind of happen and I, I like that about films from time to time to, you know, take a while for the killings or the the main plot kind of settle in. This film, they really want you to savor um, the people that you're meeting and to really um, dive into their headspace and why they're here and their motives for one another um, for these couples. Um I can actually... Is there even anybody in this film that went on and did anything else? I don't think so. Since it was a shot-to-video film, these normally are just like one-and-dones. No one really does anything else. It was um, directed by Tim Boggs and written by Doug Barry. Um, I'm not sure if they've done anything else. Let's, let's take a quick look. Oh. Well, Tim did The Bucket List, which I actually really like that movie. Um... Okay, he did some stuff on Breaking Bad. Oh, okay, so he's definitely got some stuff he did. Oh, okay, all right. So Tim, he's got a little bit going on, but what about Doug? 
No, no, Doug. <laughs> Doug essentially pretty much just did Black Lake. <laughs> that was it. Um, but it's a it's a very interesting film. Um, it's set on a lake, so it's got that summery vibe going on. You guys are thinking, oh, it's going to be like a Friday the Thirteenth type thing. No, it's pretty much like its own standalone. Um, these people are held up in a cabin, like they they go there. Uh, I think it's like a family cabin by of uh, one of the girlfriend's uh, parents so they go there and it's like a strange little shed in the back that everybody keeps like wondering about and they're like well we can't get in there oh we don't have a key to that oh okay um and then you know things start happening you meet other people on the lake um it's just a it's a fun film if you if you want to go into the lives of teenagers if you want to relive what it's like to be a teenager essentially this is a film I think that you need to go and watch. I enjoyed it. Um, the the quote unquote reveal um, isn't like amazing. Um, it's just it's just a fun film to me. I know some people. I I know there's gonna be some people that go and watch this and be like, "Bro, why the fuck did you recommend this?" But you know that's kind of the beauty of this is like I want this list to be about. Um, Films that you probably would never watch, where you would just look over it and be like, I'm not, why am I going to watch this? This looks so stupid. I'm putting it on here for mainly that reason, for you to go and watch it and be like, wow, this is stupid, but you watched it. You gave it a little bit of support. Um, you're letting Screenbox know by watching it that, oh, okay, so people are interested in this kind of film. They like the shot to video films. I do. I do like shot to video and home video and all the weird, you know, video shit that was going on in the late 80s, early 90s, and even like to some extent into like the 2000s, early 2000s, of people doing like home videos and you know, getting it released um, to local stores and obviously not having to worry about it being rated or anything. They get it up there and boom. Um, so, yes, go watch Blood Lake. It's, it's fun. Um, I, I love the dynamic of everybody in this film. It's it's fun. It's very, very fun. Go check that out on Screenbox. Um, and for my next one, this is one that it's loved and hated, and then it's hated and loved at the same time. Um, and it was on Shudder. I'm not sure if it still is, because I know Joe Bob did an episode on this. And it is Uki, or known as you're in the world of that twisted souls um and as i said earlier i have a friend who i had on the show well we became friends after he came on the show i interviewed um frank farrell who was uh essentially one of the writers and producer on spook and he was also in street trash you guys would know him as the hobo that was kicking around his dick <laughs> um so frank you know he he before we jump into this, Frank is getting into the circuit now of going to conventions and festivals, trying to get out there. Because for a long, long time, he thought that everybody hated hated this film. So he never really put himself out there. He had this, um, this feeling that um, nobody cared. And so he was like, if nobody cared, why do I care? Why do I want to go out there and, and do this? And um, after doing that interview and 
them becoming friends and we still we still talk you know from time to time to see what's going on and see how he's doing and and whatnot and there is some stuff that um is spookies related that I can't really talk about unless he you know he kind of releases that um but there is hopes somewhere in the world that there is a sequel um or continuation or whatever you want to call it of spookies and um that's all I can really say about that um I wish I could say more but I don't have his consent so so if you guys are in the festival circuit if you guys are uh, going to conventions seek out Frank um he's a really down to earth sweet guy he's super nice um he's he's trying his best right now too to give people some high quality um you know stuff to have at his table for you guys to go and purchase and and see and and whatnot so please please um go see frank but um let's go into the world of spookies uh let's go over to imdb their amazing synopsis Okay, a wicked sorcerer tries to sacrifice a group of people inside his house with the intention of using their fidelity to keep his wife alive. All right, so this is obviously a film that is extremely hard to talk about because, as, as everybody knows, if you've seen this film or if you have at least listened to Go Bob talk about it or read online, that this was essentially like two or three films morphed into fucking one as it was originally just going to be twisted souls which is going to be about the teenagers and then they had someone step in because the original um funders and crew essentially got fired or they they quit and they had to do reshoots did that and then they had to do more reshoots <laughs> um because this film as convoluted as it is and fucking bat shit and a lot of people will pass on it. It's a film that needs to be watched because this is what happens when you try to do too many things and there's too many people at the table. Um, you want to not do what this film did. And another reason why Frank feels off about what people say about it um, because of how convoluted and how much he hates how it came out because he didn't have a say once it was taken out of his hands for it to be what it is today. Um, we do have some scores on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, we didn't have any for Blood Lake. That's why I didn't read it out. So the tomato meter is 29%. Eesh, and audience is 19%. So those are pretty rough. But um, when you look at the overall reason as to why it's rated so low. You'd be like, I understand. But for the enjoyment factor of this film and just... Overall, what the fuck is going on? Um, it's a great film for that. It really, really is. Um, and I'm pretty sure Vinegar Syndrome has a really, really good cut of this film that you can get. Um, and Frank's been sending me some other really cool ones that are coming out from like Germany, um, all over the world, really. Like, there's a lot of different like cover arts and versions and, and quote unquote rips. <laughs> Of this film, that um, if you're a Spookies fan, you want to go hunt those down. Um, so go check that one out. I'm not even gonna try to talk about the plot because 
Boy, I want to know where to start. <laughs> All I want to say is that there's some really, really good practical effects in here with the monsters and whatnot. And the acting, believe it or not, is actually pretty damn good. Um, so please go check that one out. Oh, this has been a, a wacky episode of Wacky Films, huh? So, as always, I want to give you my viewing order of these. And they're both so weird. <laughs> and I'm not going to say out of place, but just weird. And I would probably have to say to... One second. Oh, sorry. I've been really tired lately. I'm going to leave that in there. <laughs> I will say... Start with Blood Lake for like a very authentic shot to video, well done, well acted, um, and sort of, you know, I guess well landed um, film. So start with Blood Lake and end your night off with Spookies. Because if you want to see a lot of zombies and some, some farting ghouls, yes, check out Spookies. End with that one. Um, and one last thing before we go. Um, tickets are still on sale. This is still happening. August 16th, Cinema Salem in Salem, Massachusetts. We are showing Death Drop Gorgeous with the cast and crew of Monster Makeup. Um, they're friends of mine. They've been to another, the other event that I did. They have a new film that's going around the festival circuit right now called St. Drogo. Highly, highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. It will be at Popcorn Frights, I'm pretty sure. And um, there was another one that they, they just announced too, but I totally forget what it is. I think it's in Denver. So go check that one out. It's very, very good. Very great, great crew, especially if you are like me and you like supporting queer horror and queer filmmaking. Check them out. St. Drogo is a complete different um, vibe and feel and um, Death Drop Gorgeous. So if you guys haven't seen Death Drop Gorgeous, want to come to my event, it will be there with a live Q&A. You guys will be getting a poster made as well. Um, and for the other announcement that I made, I think in the last episode, is um, in September, it will be, I think it's September 28th. I gotta double check on that date, but I think that's what it is. You're doing Pool Party Massacre with Drew Marvick in the past section he will be there doing signings and whatnot those tickets are not on sale yet um, we're finalizing a couple of things in the background so a lot of exciting things happening here with the podcast and like i said earlier i do apologize for the inconsistency of our release schedules and whatnot i'm hoping to be back on track within the next week or so but keep an eye out for central picks and please go subscribe to screenbox Support them for all that they do. They are fucking phenomenal. Thank you guys so much. Go check out these films. And we'll see you in the next one.